here's a question for you. How long, on average, do you spend grooming your horse? Are you one of those riders who, well, it's a bit of a lick and a promise? Or are you the type of rider who, well, people might accuse you of fuffing and faffing for hours on end with your horse beautifying him? Well, this week we're chatting all about grooming and how maybe spending a little bit longer on that particular activity with your horse is going to be beneficial for both of you in the long run. Hi there, my name is Lauren and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each and every week we take a topic to do with horses and horse riding. Although this week, yes, it's not to do with riding, it's to do with more the healthcare and the stable management end of things. But we take a topic and we break it down into smaller pieces so you can then go off during the week and begin implementing it with your horse. The reason I do this is because as a riding instructor I have seen so often how riders start off on this wonderful journey with their horse and they very quickly fall into I suppose a bit of a routine, a rut more like. It's not a routine, it's more of a rut where they're not quite sure of what to do next and what starts off as being so exciting and so I suppose full of enthusiasm very quickly descends into something that becomes quite boring and mundane. It's because they don't have a plan and the reason they don't have a plan is generally because up to that point they had a riding instructor or a trainer creating a plan for them. This way you have a plan each week that you can begin to work through with your horse so to keep things fresh and not only that to make sure that you are both progressing with your riding and with your training and just keeping things fresh and exciting doesn't have to be wild but definitely doing new things and learning new things with your horse. I will chat more in the end about how you can get access to all the lessons and the audio programs we have here at Daily Strides but let's get back today to grooming and why we groom. Now, a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's to make my horse look pretty. Yes, it is. Appearance is really important, okay? And it is one of the reasons we groom, but it's not the be all end all of it, okay? So one of the other reasons that we groom, there's a lot of reasons, by the way, but one of the reasons, and I find it's a really important one, is because when you're grooming, you're very hands-on with your horse and being hands-on with your horse, you are then able to notice any, maybe, changes that are going on and you can actually take action on them before they become something bigger. So things like lumps and bumps, swellings, bruises, heat, things like that. Not only that, you can also begin to really get to know your horse and what is normal, I suppose, for your horse. Because of course, every horse has a different normal. Um, So it's really important that you know what is normal for your horse and then you can start to quickly pick up when things are changing and when your horse is maybe a little bit out of sorts, he's off form and you can start looking and investigating into why that would happen, okay? So you can also, from that point of view, of course, inspect your horse's soundness. Now, I'm not talking about more lame although you will notice that as well but um it would be more that you can see if there are any wounds if there are anything that just needs your attention from a healthcare aspect with your horse now if we were looking at grooming as well and particularly where riding and working and exercising your horse comes in you can also use grooming as a way to catch things or to prevent things from happening, okay? So if you think about if your horse maybe has mud or perhaps old sweat marks, if you put equipment and tack on top of those, you're going to maybe end up with some rubs and some sores on your horse, so things like girth galls, saddle sores, um, that are going to take a long time to heal and are going to set both you and your horse's training back. And not only that, they can actually leave a lasting, um, maybe a negative impression on your horse 
house where he really doesn't enjoy having the saddle put on he really doesn't enjoy having the girth done up things like that so by grooming and making sure that everything is as well as clean and tidy before you put any equipment on you're actually going to help that from happening or stop that from happening um, from the get-go now grooming can also be used of course for good health so we know that when we're grooming um, it almost has a massage effect on your horse and of course it's good for your horse mentally okay he gets to relax it's nice it's enjoyable but also it is good physically because it helps with your circulation it helps with the skin tone it helps with elasticity and not only that it also helps to build rapport with your horse so if you think about it if your horse is happy with you grooming him he's happy to allow you to touch him all over um, and to I suppose spend that time with him when or if you do need to do anything from a more invasive point of view so perhaps maybe um administering injections or needles um, or even just holding things down so you can wash out wounds things like that your horse is going to make it a lot easier on you and your horse because you're both going to be more relaxed and I suppose just more trusting of each other which in the long run is what you want when you're working with your horse okay so if we look at grooming as a whole okay I mentioned earlier that some people well it's very quick okay they are just Boom, chop, chop, done, okay? And then you have other people who fuff and faff, but they might be fuffing and faffing on the wrong kind of areas and spending time on the wrong things. Now, I know that there are days where we need to get in and get out and get things done very quickly. And we're going to chat about that more in a little while, but there are definitely times when I suppose speed is of the essence and you do need to get in and get out. And it's important to know what to actually do in this situation and what is important, what indeed is important. Not only that, you need to have some sort of a routine in place that you don't have to, it's almost on autopilot. You don't have to think about it. It just happens. You and your horse know what to expect. You know what's going to happen and you can get in and get out and get it done. Okay. Now I would say the same that routine with grooming is really important as well for those days where you're going to spend a little bit longer with your horse. So maybe you have an hour um, free in your schedule or in your time. And I would definitely recommend doing this at least once a week, not more, uh, if not more, if you could fit it in, but that you have an hour there and you're going to spend a grooming your horse now I'm not talking about fuffing and faffing here and plaiting and doing all that fun stuff and fancy stuff I'm talking about just grooming your horse here okay and we're going to chat a bit a bit more about it just now but um, if you have that hour if you have a routine as well built in and I think a routine comes with what your the steps of it so the a b c d or one two three four but also where it happens when it happens so you're looking at time you're looking at circumstances where the the barn is nice and quiet your stable's nice and quiet or even if you're doing it in a paddock it's also nice and quiet and um, I am going to chat a little bit more about grooming your horse if he's on grass uh, that's important as well it's an important factor to consider in but that you're able to know or you and your horse know with a kind of a fair degree of certainty that you're not going to be interrupted and disturbed and you know what's going to happen next horses enjoy that they enjoy routine it's something that they can settle into that they can I suppose become confident and comfortable with and that is going to help in the long run set up 
both you and your horse for perhaps that longer groom or keep your horse nice and relaxed if it's a shorter groom that's going to happen before you ride. So let's work on that one first of all. So the shorter groom is going to happen before you ride. Um, you know, we, we all don't have the luxury of spending an hour grooming our horses before we ride each day. And I would actually tell you that it, you if you do have an hour to spend, you're better off spending it after you ride, when you finished riding. And the reason for this is that your horse's pores are a little bit more open. So the grooming that you're doing is going to have a greater effect. It's going to maybe have a more lasting effect. And also for the health of the skin wise, it's going to be more of a beneficial for your horse. But back to this quick groom. So it's very often called quartering. When you quarter your horse, um, it is the quick groom. And it's important to remember that if it is winter, which it is in the top half of the world. Now, well, it's still autumn, I suppose. We're coming into winter quickly. Um, but you don't want to allow your horse to get cold. And even though it's a quick groom, you still want to keep that in mind. So if you have blankets and rugs on, rather fold them. Um, perhaps if you're doing the front end first, you're going to just open the, the chest part, of course, open the surcingles, and then just fold it back. So as you're only exposing the area you're working on and then move around like that. You know, we can all say, yes, groom the left side and then groom the right side. But I think if it's cold, if it's winter um, and your horse is blanketed, you rather want to be a little bit more strategic in how you're going to approach that and rather just groom one area at a time. But as I said, if we're talking about quartering, what are the essentials? What are you going to do before you ride? Well, you're going to make sure that the feet are picked out, okay? That is first and foremost. That is what you're going to start with. Um, you know, if there's any stones there, if there's any problems, you want to pick it up initially that you can then treat it or you can deal with it um, from the get-go. But uh, make sure your feet are picked out. You want to, of course, brush your horse's body. Now, I would suggest a quick go with a rubber curry comb and then over it with either the dandy or the body. And again, this depends on your horse. It depends on his coat. It depends on the situation. If your horse, of course, is out, you're not going to um, go with the rubber curry comb. You're just going to go with a quick dandy over the areas that you're going to be putting tack and equipment on or areas that are possibly going to rub. Um, you will go with your dandy brush. But if your horse is being stabled, um, you can spend a little bit longer. I find the rubber curry comb is great because it just, again, allows that, gets the circulation going with your horse, which is going to be beneficial when you do get into the saddle with your horse, okay? So you want to brush your horse's body. You also want to brush the horse's legs. And the reason I say this is because if you're wearing boots or bandages, and most of us do, we put some sort of protection on our horse's legs when we're riding. You want to make sure there's no mud or there's no um, maybe as I said sweat or that there that's going to cause a clump or going to cause some sort of an issue that's going to rub your horse and end up with a sore you definitely don't want your horses getting sore legs so I would definitely suggest as well giving the legs a quick brush and then also your mane and tail because well you know how you feel after you brush your hair in the morning it just makes you feel better same too with your horse and of course it is for appearance I think that if you are going to particularly if you're going for a lesson or you're going out in the road um, it's just kind of I suppose it's kind of respect if anything to make sure that you're not going out with shavings in your horse's mane and tail or you're not going out with twigs or leaves whatever the case is if your horse is out in the mane and tail so you want to just give it a quick tidying up okay the other thing that I would consider pretty essential would be sponging the 
eyes and the nostrils and then also sponging under the tail okay so you want to of course have different sponges for these don't use the sponge that you're going to use on your horse's eyes down underneath his tail okay you want to have your different sponges but giving it a quick sponge if it's cold if it's winter again just warming that sponge up before you use it um is it just helps to freshen a horse up and i particularly find when your horse is stabled um that helps it goes a long way to just cleaning them up and freshening them up to get them going okay and then of course last just before you go out and ride you would take the blankets off now in summer of course you can take your blankets off and groom away till the the cows come home and enjoy it but in winter things are a little bit different and you do have to put different considerations on there so that is your quick brush now if you were if you had that hour to spare okay it doesn't have to be an hour it can be anything i would say from about 35 minutes to an hour 40 minutes to an hour you can then strap your horse okay so we said that the quick groom is called a quarter and the longer groom is called strapping okay so strapping is going to be more intensive it's more you're going to do the whole thing okay you're going to really get your horse and as i mentioned i think it, it particularly for stable horses it's really beneficial for them um from a contact point of view but then also from a health point of view as well so what would our strapping involved what you're probably thinking oh my golly gosh what am i going to spend an hour doing with my horse well you want to again make sure you've everything ready and again if it's winter kind of think about the blankets the rugs and how you're going to work around that but what you would do then is again starting with the feet clean out all your feet and then your rubber curry comb you would rubber curry comb the whole body um I, I like to start one side work down it and then go back to the other side work down it but again if it's winter if you're working with blankets you have to kind of maybe tailor your grooming around that a little bit for your horse okay you can then go with your dandy brush all the way down again this depends on your horse and the coat if your horse is clipped you're not i wouldn't suggest you going with a dandy go with your body but your dandy your body brush all over head to toe of course your mane and tail very important you then clean your horse's head okay um one of my trainers years ago said this to me and i think it's so important she said when people walk into a barn the first thing they look at is the horse's head because the horse's head is over the door clean your horse's head okay it is the first thing people see and appearance matters people do judge books by their covers unfortunately so it takes time and clean your horse's head okay and then of course you're sponging if you want to and if you understand how to do it you can wisp your horse but again it can be a little bit controversial some people are for it some people are against it and um, it's up to yourself but I definitely wouldn't go wisping if you're not 100% sure of what wisping is and how to do it and just if you are wisping obviously make sure you don't do it any over any bony areas and um, you could then oil the hooves or grease the hooves and then lastly you're going to finish off with your stable rubber your stable rubber is just a cloth like an old tea towel you do get more fancy dancy ones but you can just use an old tea towel or an old tea cloth and just um, it's like polishing your horse head to toe as well um, and of course I say head to toe because you would also use the stable rubber on your horse's face and head as well okay so we spoke about strapping we've spoken about quartering a lot of um, bigger barns if the horses have been stabled the horses will be brushed off before the night so generally you'll have day rugs and you'll have night sheets or night rugs and if that's the case they will um brush them off again before the night but it's very quick it takes about five minutes it's just a it's almost like the way you set fair your stable you set fair your horse with it okay now i said there were a few considerations we had to speak about and though one of those is if your horse is on grass your horse needs the oils the grease the dirt the mud 
in the grass or that he that he gets from being outside on the grass and um, he needs that to keep warm it's a it's almost a layer of insulation so if your horse is on grass please do not spend hours and hours grooming your horse or washing your horse very very important okay keep that in mind and um, you want to just give a quick lick and as i say it's really just where your um tack or equipment is going to go and use the time that you're grooming your horse just to cast an eye over very often if there's a lot of mud you might not see a wound or a cut so just be a little bit more thorough in your inspection with your eyes and with your hands as opposed to with the brushes and um, I think that's important as well with your horse and then finally there are other reasons that you would not groom your horse I know strange eh but sometimes we can you imagine being sick Okay, you yourself, you're sick and you have a person and they keep fuffing and faffing with you and you end up thinking, will you just go away? I want to be left alone to recuperate and to rest because I need to do those things because I'm sick. Well, your horse is the same. So if your horse is very sick, you want to just perform the basics and um, you can give a light brush, pick the feet out and just the sponging as well, just to help them feel a little bit better and freshen them up. But I would definitely, when your horse is sick, is not the time to start a big hour long groom at your horse to launch at your horse okay that's really important to consider and then of course if your horse is at grass um you want to well modify and tailor that grooming a little bit and um, there's a few things also to keep in mind when you're working around your horse don't stand behind your horse don't stand in front of your horse don't kneel on the ground and don't sit on the ground don't put your hands on the ground there's lots of don'ts here um i have seen it all and i think wow come now you're you're really yeah you, you, I know people People seem to underestimate how long it's going to take them to get up and get out of the horse's way if anything was to happen. Rather squat. Just keep on your feet at all times so that you can step back and keep to the side. You know, if your horse spooks, there's a good chance it's going to run forward or it's going to kick backwards. Um, you don't want to be in either of those areas. You want to be able to step away, so step to the side. Keep to the side of your horse. Um, again, don't crawl under your horse's tummy. Oh, you'd be surprised um, how many times I see that happening, particularly with children. They tend to see a shortcut and they think, oh, you know what? I'm going to take it. So uh, don't crawl under your horse's tummy. It doesn't matter if you have the quietest horse on the planet. Um, they can, of course, get a spook, maybe a door slam, something like that. And if you are halfway um, underneath their tummy, that's not a great place to be in. Um, so, yeah. Okay, guys, I'm going to leave it at that. We're chatting all about grooming this week. We're going to be going step by step through it and um, that you could, you'll be able to listen and follow along when you're grooming your horse and um, we are getting back to riding next week if you're kind of thinking hold on where's all the riding lessons gone they are coming back next week but um if you want to follow along with us you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and all the details are there of course all the past lessons so even if you're not that into grooming and um, all the other lessons so every monday that there's a daily strides um episode and of course it does happen every monday and um, there's a whole week of lessons audio programs to go with that which you can find inside of daily strides premium they're all available for you there to download to listen to and to work through with your horse of course you just pop them onto your phone pop your headphones into your ears and away you go okay have a super one keep well and i'll chat to you soon bye Thank you.